0: Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey.
1: And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Good morning, Michelle.
0: Good morning, Kyle. How are you? Good morning,
1: good morning. We're good. We're going to wave to Rodney back on the board. Thank hey, you for morning. all of your work back there, Rodney. Um, please make my voice sound like I weigh about 20 pounds less today. Ah, yes, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and if you can find a way to make us look 20 pounds less, <laughs> then we'll be in business. Ah,
1: oh, Rodney, <laughs> if only you were that kind of a miracle worker. Uh, anyway... Uh, <laughs> That's, we were talking about um, the upcoming warm weather and swimsuit season. so And we got scared. <laughs> we got scared. <laughs> uh, nobody wants to see Kyle in a Speedo right now. No. <laughs> Ever, really. <laughs> Ever. But anyway. Um, we have got uh, a great guest joining us today. Um, but uh, first, a couple of quick announcements. I'm going to thank our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development, and the Department of Housing and Community Development is their grant funds that help um, fund this this show each week. Um, so, big shout out and thank you to DHCd and DSLBD. Uh, we are um, also uh, available to um, to host you if you would like to. Um, Advertise Your Business on Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Uh, We'd love to talk to you about um, sponsorships and advertising slots. Uh, Give me a call at 202-808-9050 or email at kyle at ria org. Um, So, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, We've got Porch Fest coming up on April 15th. We've already got some great bands lined up. We've already got some great porches lined up Um, a little bit of expansion from last year that we're really excited about Um, so we'll have more details about that on our website and in in some future episodes also uh, i want to give a little preview to an upcoming guest Um, we've had a new business open on rhode island avenue at 2121 rhode island avenue it's called the material world boutique have you been over there yet michelle
0: i have not
1: nice clothes it's all women's oh, clothes and accessories right up my alley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this uh tiana is the woman that owns it and uh, she started off in an online business capacity and uh, has been really successful so this is her first brick and mortar uh, venture we're gonna be having a grand opening for her and ribbon cutting um, a little bit later on um, in the month uh, maybe into march but uh she is going to come visit us in one of our future episodes so y'all stay tuned for that Um, and one of the reasons why I'm sharing this information today is because she also has a daughter that's a Girl Scout and not only is she selling clothing at her boutique, but there's a whole array of Girl Scout cookies for sale mm. in her boutique. Just in time for <laughs> swimsuit
0: season. Yeah, I'm well, not getting the connection. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: it's going to be cold again, uh-huh. I think. Okay. Um, but I've noticed on the on, on the neighborhood uh, email listservs, uh, several people asking about where can we find Girl Scout ah. cookies. So you can
0: do some shopping and some shopping. Yes. And some eating.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying thin mints are there. Uh, My birthday isn't until August, but it's not too soon. You can
0: put them in the freezer. Exactly.
1: It's not too soon to start buying thin mints for Kyle. Um, Okay. Of course, now it's time to visit with Philip from Good Food Market. Philip, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. How's everything at the market?
2: Uh, Just great, fine and dandy. Um, If we can figure out what to do when it's 60 one day and 25 the next.
0: (laughs) If you all figure out how to do that, you need to let us know. We're all contenting (laughs) with
2: that. Well,. You know, we're working on it a little bit um, in our in our urban ag uh, urban ag operations. Um, part of the goal there is to um, measure and report the um, mitigating effects that regenerative agriculture can have on the climate. Um, you know, sustainable ag is an excellent carbon sink, um, and. Uh, composting operations take a lot of organic material out of the solid waste stream, which uh, you know diverts methane from the atmosphere, which is actually a more uh, potent greenhouse gas than than carbon is. Um, and at the same time, we're we're cleaning water, uh, retaining water in the soil, um, and and really um, you know making an overall uh, better place to live through our our little localized efforts. So. We're trying. We're trying. Every local product you buy at Good Food Market uh, reduces food miles and um, gets our climate back to uh, the way it should be. Um,
1: so so and, environmentally sound and delicious.
2: Exactly. And I, I never thought I would be the one uh, rooting for the coal, but here we are, and uh, that's the position we're in. Um, so uh, well,
1: I, uh, I had a chance to, to have some of the new... Um, New food by by mm-hmm. Chef Rachel. From,
2: by Miss Rachel? Yeah. Yeah. Now they've been doing a fantastic job over there at Eat Kitchen. Kitchen, um, bringing on some new items um, for the winter when it is winter. Um, a, uh, a poultry cassoulet, a uh, French dish, uh, real thick hearty stew. Um, and Kyle, I know one of your favorites, the pasta Pusinesca. Yep, um, slightly spicy, very tasty uh, tomato-based pasta dish. Um, we've also got some desserts. We got some uh, pecan baklava right now. That is just out of sight, um, and that's on sale this week, uh, three twenty-nine per piece. Um, but yeah, those uh, that, the prepared case is is uh, really. Um, really turning into something that we can all be proud of um, and and couldn't be happier about, about what's in there now. Um, Yeah.
1: yeah, For, for anybody that's listening, who has not tried the new um, good food markets labeled uh, prepared foods in in their case, I, I cannot recommend it enough. It's it's delicious. (laughs) The potato salad that that chef Rachel does is uh, it's going to be perfect for this um, unexpected warmer weather. Oh, for yeah. this bla- early no, blast
0: of spring. Yes. In the winter. Yes. yes.
2: <laughs> That's really great. And, you know, we got some other new stuff in the case as well that um, comes from other amazing chefs. Um, there's, a, there's a great little restaurant over um, near Adams Morgan called uh, Maki Shop. Um, and they do uh, Japanese-inspired cuisine. And they have just rolled out a line of... Um, uh, sort of ready-to-eat, uh, basically sushi rolls, but they're more like a burrito size. Um, and this is a really popular item in Japan, where the the seaweed uh, wrapper is actually um, sort of uh, sequestered from the from the rice and and protein and all of the the, the sort of moisture-rich uh, <laughs> ingredients. So you've got. Um, it looks like it's all wrapped up, but when you open the package, you actually remove the, the seaweed from its little container and then wrap your roll in it. Um, so you've got nice, crispy, fresh sea- dried seaweed um, and then this delicious rolls. They've got tofu. They've got uh, tuna, salmon. Um, my favorite is the beef short rib. Hmm. Um, and they're just, they're just fantastic, you know, really filling, really healthy, um, super fresh. Um, and uh, made there locally. Uh, you know, we're, we're always excited about that.
1: Sounds delicious. Sounds like a, a good, healthy food for going into swimsuit weather.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man, I haven't even started thinking about you that. You better
0: start thinking. Um, it's going to be 60 degrees this week.
2: Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe we can uh, share our, uh, our adventures out in nature next week because uh, we <laughs> might as well enjoy it. That's right. That's right. Um, and, I, you know, just on, on the produce side, we're still just riding out um, citrus season and uh, bringing in a lot of the cold-weather crops like kale and collards and Brussels sprouts and all those great things um, for braising and, and, and broiling and cooking and stews and everything like that. So even though uh, the weather's a little wonky, um, well, farmers have always been able to adapt and uh, will continue to do so. So, you know, you can always find uh, the the freshest uh, produce around right there on Rhode Island Avenue.
1: Sounds great, Philip.
2: Yeah, well, we look forward to seeing you. We're at 2006 Rhode Island Avenue, 20th Street. Uh, you can visit us on the web at com or at GoodFoodDC on, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you have any questions, give us a call, 202-248-8494.
1: Thanks a lot, Philip. Talk to Take you Take care, y'all. All right. So, um, have you noticed the mural that has gone up on Rhode Island Avenue?
0: I did notice the mural.
1: It is beautiful. Um, and we are lucky enough to to have the artist of the mural uh, joining us today. Um, we've got uh, Eric Ricks in the studio with us. Hey, welcome, Eric. Hey, how are you guys doing?
0: Pretty good, pretty We're good. We're doing great.
1: So, uh we got this mural, uh, compliments of a program through the Department of Public Works, the Mural DC program. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were one of many artists um, that we looked at uh, as far as, you know, who, who we wanted to create something on Rhode Island Avenue. And, uh, and those of us that were on the, on the team trying to pick an artist, we just fell in love with your examples of your work. Um, can, you distra- can you describe the, the mural that you put up on Rhode Island Avenue today
0: and and before he describes it let's say where this mural is because there's lots of uh paintings and things along Rhode Island Avenue but let's give it some context it's between 16th and 17th right
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, it's on the on the wall of the building next to um your neighborhood market
0: ah okay very good
1: um just just down there you can see it from the patio public option
0: it makes you feel springtimey yes so go on
3: (laughs) All right, thank you guys. Uh, uh, that that I was happy to be chosen to share my gift and my art with the neighborhood. Um, that particular piece was inspired by one of my favorite poems by the poet Roni, and um, I'm a big fan of nature, and uh, I feel it's something that we need to put more attention to because nature inspires and uh, gives us something to hope for. The the the, the mural itself the pattern in the back is kind of a metaphor for personal growth and development it starts simple and it gets complex just like as we learn and we grow and become better we become more equipped and efficient at what it is we're doing um it's kind of what the um the mural's about
1: it's a for those who you haven't seen it yet uh, it's a sort of a geometric pattern in the back Uh um, and um, and the colors are so vibrant
0: Oh, they're so vibrant. I love the uh purples and the the lavenders. Mm-hmm. Really, really beautiful.
3: The color of royalty, intelligence. <laughs>
1: nice. Uh, and and the, there's uh, a couple birds on there. Uh-huh. Um, hummingbird, and yeah,
3: hummingbird and a blue jay. Yeah, hummingbird
0: and a blue jay. So what is the name of the piece?
3: Uh, or the the, does it the, have the name? piece is called Birdsong and it's named after this this poem um by the poet Bonnie.
1: And so what what about that poem spoke to you? Uh well, a lot. Uh,
3: a friend of mine gave me this uh, uh, book of poem by the author probably about uh, seven to eight years ago, and and I just fell in love with the title poem. Um, and for me, it's about uh, 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 I guess awakening to your your gift or your calling, and and kind of acting the universal guide to kind of use you as an instrument, use your gift to to do something more worthwhile. And it also speaks about um, uh, 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 you have to have the courage to try and fail in order to so-called fly or succeed at what it is you're trying to do. And these are themes from the poem that kind of inspire what I ended up with.
0: So Kyle, you talked about um, th- this Cropping up through a business uh, or a government program in the neighborhood or throughout DC, how does that happen? It seems like there are a lot of um, murals popping up all over the city. So, what kind of program is this?
1: It's uh, it's called Murals DC, and um, it is a, a collaboration be- between um, the DC Commission on the Arts and um, the Department of Public Works, and um, they they do seasonal calls for artists and. Um, and basically canvases, you know, buildings, building sides, mm-hmm. um, uh, to, uh, help combat graffiti
0: okay. because,
1: uh, it's, you know, it's been proven time and time again that, you know, if you have authentic art on, on those big building sides that, you know, are, are chronically being tagged with graffiti that, you know, the artists all respect each other. Mm-hmm. And so, It's it's much less likely to be tagged with graffiti
0: afterwards. Right, it's so interesting this whole concept of murals because not only do you see it on public spaces, some people are doing it to their on the outside of their private homes, Mm -hmm. um, all over the city. So, I guess you're one of the artists in this. Database, and yeah, people can choose from you. Uh, uh-huh. How I'll, long have you uh, been doing this?
3: Um, shoot, I've been into art all my life. I, uh, I've kind of been doing the aerosol mural thing for close to 20 years. I've been doing it professionally now for about seven years, and it's it's been a blessing.
0: It's taken off, I would imagine. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. The the, the environment, the culture in D.C. is very open up and um, embracing to artists sharing the gifts,
0: are you able to uh, do? I guess do some of the people that choose you do they have an idea of what they want you to do or do you kind of get free reign?
3: Um, in the beginning people had ideas based on what they've seen other artists do but fortunately as, as I evolve as an artist people are now uh, uh, seeking me out to do what it is I believe is what I call my my voice so to speak versus doing just um, random imagery is mostly doing the kind of work that i'm now leaning towards
1: yeah when when i know when we were looking through the catalog of artists and looking at their different work um we were so attracted to the fact that um even though you had many different images there there was there seemed to be a thread that ran through them um that you kind of alluded to when we first started talking that it it almost gives you the feeling of uh of growth and evolution, mm-hmm. um, and you know what you were talking about—the background, mm-hmm. uh, the, the geometric pattern in the background—it's signifying change. Um, you know, every every community uh, grows and evolves and shifts, and uh, we we really like the idea of that being a representative piece on on Rhode Island Avenue. I think we didn't give you just a whole lot of guidance. other Yeah, than, you know, yeah. We we, <laughs> we like your work, so just do your work, man.
3: It's the reason why it was such a such a, a blessing and an honor to work with you guys, because it was such an effortless process. You guys picked me based on, and I I believe uh, at the first meeting I even showed up with a couple of um, um, ideas already ready to go, and you guys kind of picked from there. And it was it was it was it was just a blessing to realize because this particular design was something that I, I actually created about six months prior. So it was nice to be able to realize in a place like this. And I believe it was a good fit for the community as well.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: What is the whole process? Um, do you kind of draw out what your vision is and then paint it? And then how long does something like that take? How long did the mural take?
3: Ah, uh, For me, the... Painting the mural is actually the easiest part. The difficult part is, is kind of coming up with ideas. So um, I usually like to work preemptively, so I sit ahead when I'm inspired by or just daily work and just try to create and turn out ideas and kind of have a vault of ideas that I can turn to when I need something. But um, I find that it's 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 much, much easier to, to hit the ground running as far as... Um, The actual painting, for me, that's the easiest part, because once you have, it's kind of like the blueprints. Once you have a blueprint for the building, kind of like erecting the building, it's not that that difficult once you have a path you're you're heading down.
0: So just curious, because I'm not an artist, what does that blueprint look like? Is it uh, jotted down ideas? Is it actual drawings of things or a combination of both? Um,
3: yeah, yeah. I, my, my, my designs... Not to
0: pick your brain too much, but <laughs> no. I'm just kind of curious how, how that my, works.
3: My designs literally look like, like blueprints. I like okay. simple clean line drawings and as the idea developed, little on down the line I can add color, but for me the color is it's kind of secondary. I believe the strongest thing is actually having good lines that can tell a good story and especially the fact that a lot of my work is based on uh, 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 geometry, it's all about having geometry that kind of tells a story. And for me, that's kind of my, my um, um, uh, I, at least the path that I'm, I'm leading down It's trying to use this this natural language of geometry that's, that surrounds us all. And I believe it's a, it's a universal language that speaks to everybody from every socioeconomic group to every race, you know, and something that unites humanity versus something that speaks to our differences, you know.
0: So, you did well in math growing up? Not in really. geometry. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm trying to th- give the kids some inspiration As, here of uh, yeah, how yeah, uh, yeah, math yeah, helped you, you know, in a career the, that we wouldn't necessarily.
3: The funny thing is, I've always been drawn to geometry. Um, before I had the courage to kind of seize the the, the, the horizontal reign, so to speak, and go after and pursue this art thing that I'm after, um, I've always done things that were geometrically inclined i used to have an interior design business and uh uh, doing interior remodeling and 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 uh, um, frameless shower uh uh, stalls install and stuff like that and for me i find the same skills that i learn um when doing installs and measuring things are the same skills that you use when it comes to doing something uh uh, uh, along the path that i do because you have the math has to be right because if not the entire pattern falls to pieces so Mm -hmm. you have to be precise with what it is you're doing so geometry was actually my favorite class uh -uh. (laughs) next to photography in school (laughs) well yeah
1: i mean taking taking your drawing which has you know all the precisely measured geometric design in the back and and then making it to scale Uh on a wall right you know that's that's a mathematical talent that you know Borders on uh savant stuff to me you know? right yeah.
0: definitely to me too. <laughs>
1: um, and, and uh you know you just you whip that out in like a week yeah he j- I'm yeah, seriously... i was
0: I was wondering how long i mean because it was just there one day that was kind of, and I drive up and down the street. All the time, and then one day it was there.
1: I, I I went by, you know, a couple of different times during during his process, and he got he had one of those little cherry picker kind of uh, uh-huh. lift carts, and um, you know he was just he was booking it, man. He he had you you had kind of uh, sketched, and I say sketched the design onto the brick. Uh-huh. Um,
0: that was going to be my other question. I mean, y- yeah. What kind of pencil was that? I mean. <laughs> very large one. Shark, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah,
3: it's, it's, I, before I used to use paint, but I, 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 I tried to find ways to be more and more trifty with my supplies. So instead of putting paint that I'm going to cover, in my mind, I'm wasting paint. So I use pencil and I sketched out my ideas. So that way I'm using the most minimal um, supplies
1: possible. Well, uh, it looks great, and you know, going the the connection that Michelle was trying to make about uh, inspiring youngsters to stay in in math. I mean, I think what you've done is a, a perfect blending of of math and and art, and it, it's it's very inspiring. Thank you.
0: It definitely is. So, do you do other work outside of murals?
1: Or do you find that that is
0: taking up the majority of your time
1: now?
3: Well, in the beginning, I did, but now, once I I, I kind of felt like uh, this this mural thing was what I've been looking for as an artist. That direction, that my voice was 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 best heard. I kind of quit everything. I actually started through photography. Um, I do traditional painting, um, interior design, remodeling, um, clothing design. Uh, I, I I I was kind of all over the place artistically and I still enjoy that but I rather discipline myself at this stage of my career to having more of a narrow focus and expanding my understanding in this particular um, 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 d- direction in in my career right now than, than jumping around and having a uh, kind of a veneer understanding I really want to d- dig deep and you know and explore this as far as I possibly can, I feel like I will have more to, to to give and share.
0: Well, do you ever um, do any of these mural types? I, I've seen sometimes um, even inside people's homes on walls there may be a mural instead of just a something painted. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do, do you I, find I, yourself doing that? sometimes? Yeah,
3: yeah. You know, I, I, I fortunately I'm, I'm, I'm quite the uh, uh, I call myself a hermit. You know, if it wasn't for work, so. I'm fortunate that um, it's. I've been blessed to do just about everything from interior design homes to doing, I recently did a, in Shaw, I transformed an entire bar um, that I did a bunch of murals there. I just got back from Portland, Oregon. Um, I did a bunch of murals on a farm of all places. So, I could see that, you know, for sure. Yeah, it, but well, the farm was kind of interesting because to do something what I do on in a farm, and they had a very large barn, and I had the opportunity of transforming the entire exterior of the barn, and the owners called me back a year later to, to, to add something new to another structure to just build. So I've, I've been fortunate that this this, this 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 work has taken me and introduced me to a lot of people.
1: So beyond the art, um, when, when you and I were chatting about um, the longevity of, of the mural, you put like a top coat on the whole thing,
3: right? Uh, yeah, yeah, like a, a, a graffiti guard, so to speak. It, it kind of gives, gives it UV protection, and in case it's vandalized, it can be easily restored versus having to repaint the whole thing.
1: Right, right, right. So, um, so it's not just about going and creating art, but it's also about... Um, Protecting it for, mm-hmm. for years to come, giving it a little bit of life.
0: Right. What, what is the lifespan of, of something like that outside? Uh, the elements. D- d- just...
3: Depending, you can get anywhere from five to twenty years off of a good mirror, um, a mural. Uh, the, the, the the besides sunlight, of the worst enemy to a mural would be water damage. So mm-hmm. as long as you have good drainage and the water's not getting behind the substrate, you can get a good life out of it.
0: So what? Uh, building is this on um
1: you know uh i meant to look at the address ah. specifically as i was going past on my way to the studio this morning and um i I got distracted by uh something else something shiny i'm sure (laughs) um ice (laughs) cream no (laughs) (laughs) uh well 1711 maybe
0: and so the owners were
1: 1611
0: were were into obviously having okay
1: yeah um it's uh, the the tenant there is a new pharmacy, mm-hmm. um, and we'll talk more about that in a future episode. Okay, uh, but uh, you know it was is um, a very plain brick wall, right? Before that yeah,
0: like yeah, it was something that you drive by all the time and never mm-hmm. notice, and then all of a sudden you're like, wow. Yeah. springtime birds purple perfect
1: canvas yeah perfect canvas even on a gray dreary day there's that boom that brightness
0: right yeah that spot of color yeah. so eric uh, if people want to get in touch with you to commission you to do some work or to look at your artwork how would they do that
3: uh i'm on the maryland arts registry but i can also be found at my email mushnari at yahoo
0: can you spell or, that
3: it's M U S H N A R I E at Yahoo, or I usually tell most people just uh, Google me. Ah,
0: okay, and they would Google Eric, Eric B. B
3: or Eric B Ricks, my full name. All
0: right,
1: um, and uh, and business owners throughout the throughout the district. If you um, business owners or commercial property owners, uh, if you are interested in um, in if you have a, a a wall, an exterior wall that is getting tagged, and you're interested in having that addressed with some uh, a beautiful mural, um, there there are a few guidelines. Um, go over to uh, dpw.dc.gov, dpw.dc.gov, uh, and look under the Murals DC Program. Um, the donated space must be privately owned commercial property, so not a not a private resident. Residents and located within the District of Columbia, the owners must consent via a signed authorization and release form to donate space wall uh, for at least one year and leave the mural intact for that year. Um, But we have a feeling that one's going to be there for a long time. I'm going to be calling you 10 years from now to retouch it because it just never gets old. Donated space must be highly visible from the street. Uh, and there's a, a request for mural space uh, and a Murals DC agreement form that you can download off that website. Uh, you can also call DPW directly at 202-737-4404. If you're located here on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street corridor and you've got um, something that you're interested in having painted, uh, a commercial wall that you're have, interested in having painted, uh, you can give me a call, Kyle, at uh, or email kyle at R I A dot R I A god can't even talk. Kyle at R I A Main or give me a call at two zero two eight zero eight nine zero five zero and we can help um, speed that process along for you a little bit. Uh, we've got uh, a great neighborhood volunteer that's that's heading heading this up and kind of acting as our liaison with DPW and the Arts Commission to to uh, identify space and um, and work with us to to find great artists like eric um so hopefully we'll have more of eric's murals on rhode island avenue in the coming months and years don't go anywhere eric i look forward to it <laughs> all right um well thanks a lot for joining us today yes, eric Thank you. this
0: has been great
1: and thank you so much uh for the mural uh for listeners just you know drive by especially if you're going to go over to public option it's a great place to see it mm-hmm. um head head on over and take a look at it um
0: and with the warm weather walk over and enjoy walk over, it yes yep
1: uh eric uh, brought into the studio today a plaque that he just had uh just just received to add to the wall of the mural that talks about the fact that it was um inspired by uh, the poet rumi and uh and the name of the mural and uh, so stop by and take a look at that all right thanks a lot eric yeah thanks for having me well That wraps up another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Main Street. Thank you for joining us today. Um, Be sure and tune in next week. Uh, We've got a great guest scheduled for next week. You're not going to want to miss that. Um, We'll see you all soon.
0: Have a great week.